for our first episode of Origin Stories, uh, we have an interview with an interesting character. We're just going to call him Q. He's got a really, really interesting life story. He has a few funny anecdotes, and uh, he's interesting to listen to. So uh, we'll get that started, and then uh, we're going to have a short discussion afterwards. Well, where did you... Because uh, you're not from... No, no. Um... Like where where did you grow up? Like state wise, you don't have to say the specific city or anything. It's okay. Uh, I was uh, born in St. Louis for till I was about eight or nine. If you want to hear a little bit about it, were both your we're, parents together? Yeah, yeah. It's at the, like when I was growing up. If you want to hear a little bit about it, um, I actually had a girlfriend till I was till I had to move from the time I was born till I was like eight. You had a girlfriend from birth. Yeah, I, I know it sounds weird. I know it, I know it really sounds weird. A little bit. It sounds like imprinting. My, my mom like... used to tell me these funny stories. Like one day, I just I get I get up. I'm like one years old. I'm like one and a half years old. I can walk. I get up out of bed. Get like a, a wet diaper. It's freezing cold outside. Walk to my next door neighbor's house and ask if I can come out and play. I'm I'm like almost two years old. I can like barely talk. Barely walk. <laughs> but you're in love with your neighbor. Yeah, yeah. And That's like, kind of weird. It was really cool. Nice. We hung out. We used to hang out like every day, blah, blah, blah. Tell my mom wanted us all to move to Georgia because her friend moved to Georgia. So I don't know if you've heard of it. It's like a, uh, it's next to Atlanta. Okay. So it's like just it's so north, there. north of Atlanta. Yeah, it was there for Where the zombie apocalypse started. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that Walking Dead that took place in Atlanta? Yeah, I think that, uh, that's where it started because of the CDC or whatever. Yeah, the CDC's in Atlanta. Yeah. So you were at, uh, what was the name of the town again? That's okay. I used to that stuff in... is like not as big a deal. You just, But if I need to say your name, it's, we're just going to say Q. Okay. You can be Q. Q. All right, cool. Okay. All right, I, I, I like that. I like you like that. you? That's cool. You're like, let's just do that forever. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do that. I will be Q. Like, straight up. Uh, next time we do some movie interviews, I'll... Then every, you can come in on the other one. Everyone from like, works Hey, Q, it. what the hell do you think about this? Yeah. Gonna this like, is true. Well, yeah. we, all, we all know you, but, you know, yeah. if on the off chance, like, other people, because this... We are getting our podcast up on iTunes soon and other things. And I don't know how many people are going to listen to it outside of people we know. But eventually someone may stumble upon it. And, yeah. you know, this way they, they'll just say, there's Q. They don't know anything. So Yeah. Yeah. And, and, then, in and that was when you were about eight or nine? Yeah. I was about uh, eight years old because I remember going to second grade. And there. Then uh, I, I went to, uh, let's see. That, that's when my parents split up. Okay. That's and my, so they were married? My they mom married? was neglecting my dad, and my dad just went and saw her and got other women, whatever. So oh, okay. He blamed it on her, she blamed it on him. It's a whole big mess, just yeah. awful. Stayed out of that myself. How long did that, were they in uh, divorce proceedings for a real long time? or Probably about a year or two, because my brother was into drugs by then. He was doing crystal. How old was your brother? Uh, let's see. Or how old this, is your, how much is, older this, is this he than you? When, this was when I was 10 now. So he was about 15. So he, and he was already on crystal meth? Yeah, he was doing it when he was 14, actually. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad, man. He used to, he got, he got really fucked up one day, took a whole bottle of Ritalin to the head. He ended up trying to beat the shit out of me, and just fucking nuts. I had to, it was Wait, weird, because every time I see this movie called Treasure Planet, I think about this, because the I remember animated trying, film? trying to watch the, the animated film? Yes, okay. trying to watch the film, pushing up a bed against the door so this fucking crazy psycho can't get in. It's got a knife. They ended up finding them on some, some fucking outside in the backyard on top of a, uh, one of the doghouses, on top of one of my dog's buddy buddies' doghouse with a knife screaming about SWAT and police. Oh my God. They had a public stomach. It was pretty bad. He, uh, you're, this is your brother that lives around here, right? No, no, no. This is my, oh, this is my you brother. have, how many, okay, let's, let's brothers. take it back a step. You have two brothers, that, no yeah. sisters? No, no, no sisters. Just two brothers, okay. Yeah, and kinda, they're kinda both old, you're the baby also, of the three? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so one's five years older than your other brother. He's only like two or three years older, yeah, right? Yeah, he's about three years older. Three years, okay. Total douche, though, man. <laughs> things <laughs> yeah. are not working out so well right now? No, no, he's just, he's I remember just things fell douche. apart with you guys. Yeah, he's just a douche, dude. Like, I didn't really kind of realize this until I was growing up. Because, like, you know, when you're growing up, you always want to be like your brothers. Yeah, you always want to hang out. I just kind of realized it was a big douche. Once I had, like, all my own friends and things yeah. going on. Once you saw how people are supposed to act, then you yeah. realized he yeah. was fucked up. Yeah, he was a total douche. 
Huh. Well, that's a, that's a shame. So, yeah, but your brother, he's all a mess. You're 10 years old. You're in Cartersville. Yeah, and then... Um, then uh, Parents are divorced now. You live with... You go with which parent? Oh, I, I went with my mom for a little while, but then I went with my dad. Why was it that? It just goes on for years, slingshot. You go back and forth? Yeah. It's, was it just... was? That's a mess, too. Each it's time, funny. did you go with all three of your brothers, or was it just you? Since you oh, were they weren't really even around with my parents then, dude. At that point, and it was if just... They, if they said they were there, they, they were maybe were living. I don't, I don't even know what the hell they were doing. It was probably doing his own thing by then. Gotcha. Uh, Matt was living with Dad as much as he could. I, I was living with Mom because I felt bad for her. So no one wanted to live with her. Oh. Well, she was such a bitch. I mean, I, lo- I love my mom. I love her to death. But she, she was really strict. And it wasn't just her. It was her boyfriend at the time. It was her husband now. Yeah. This guy, I say my brother's a douche. This guy is... The worst. The biggest douche. Like, I don't know how to say it like any other one. And now my mom's mm-hmm. going to Florida because she was supporting her boyfriend. Didn't ha- even have a job. Fucking loser, dude. Does he still not have a job? No, he's got a job. He makes like $30 an hour. Oh, wow. So he's doing okay. Yeah, so she... Well, yeah. I'm not so, so. So, so you moved to Florida with them. Yeah. And so your brothers, they stay there in Georgia with your dad, or...? Well, sort of, yeah. Uh, I... I don't think... We don't know. This is about the time, actually, he's dying. Or he's, he's not dying, but he's just ODs one day. So that's about the time. I just passed away. He ODs. So your, old, some your older brother died from pills? And never clear. I did not know that. How old... It's still a lot of Xanax, I think. How old was he? Uh, he was about 20, actually. And how old were you at the time when that happened, then? About 15. About 15? Yeah, that's right. You said your oldest brother was five years older. Than Maybe, I know. I think I was 14, actually, because he's always a... Like so many months. a few months in between gotcha. where I was six. Yeah, so I think I was about 14. Did he, uh, <coughs> did he intentionally kill himself? Or was it a oh, matter no, of no, like no, an no. accidental mix-up of drugs? He, pretty alcohol. much. It, it was the weirdest thing. <clears throat> day before my brother's birthday. My middle brother's birthday. Hmm. Here's something weirder. My grandpa died the day after my middle brother's birthday. Your middle brother's birthday is... Uh, it's really fucked up. Tumultuous period. Yeah, it is just horrible. People are dying everywhere. Man, that's messed up, so... We got, we, our birthdays are cursed. How did your... Sharky died the day after... Like, my other grandpa died the day after my mom's birthday. Well, how did how did your so mother weird. and... Uh, how did your mother and father take that with your... And, and your brother, for that reason, your surviving brother? Uh, how did you guys handle mom that? Went, mom went nuts, still does Prozac, talks to an urn every night. It's kind of creepy. Talks to what? An urn. Oh, she has a urn? Yeah. And still talks to him? I wanted to get rid of it, man. I don't think you should keep it around, dude. Why? He wouldn't want to do that. I mean, if anything, I know it was just a bunch of ashes, but still it's creepy, too. That she just can't let it go or yeah, something? Yeah, she can't let can't it go, move on. man. Can't move on. I know it's her firstborn, so I don't expect her to move on. Definitely do not expect her to move on, but... Well, move on doesn't necessarily always have to mean something bad, like forgetting. It's not necessarily forgetting. It's just yeah, being able to move on with your daily life. And she can't do that, though. She has to take Prozac and a bunch of different pills. So. That's a shame. Yeah, she really loved him. That's, man, so, that's messed up. Yeah, so how so, were you at the time? I mean, were you pretty sad about her? Or was it that he was so, so much older? and cried. I didn't really know him, so I cried for 10 minutes. So it was pretty much done. Gotcha. I, mean, I, grew, I knew him growing up growing up because we used to hang out when we were growing up but I mean he even made after I saw Chucky the night I saw it I was freaked out he even made a doll that looked just like it hid under my bed <laughs> that is I had a very similar experience really? growing up where yeah, my cause... mom bought me a my daddy uh, a my a my buddy doll oh my god yeah she bought it as a gift and it was and I not knowing I had seen Chucky with my older brother and friends like the night before. And I was like four or five and it was it was oh God, five. I like it. I grabbed the knife in the kitchen, cut it up and threw it in the neighbor's yard. Yeah, it was terrified. I, I drowned it, it was I terrified. stabbed it, I burned it, I, I cut it up and I buried it in different pieces in her yard. Actually, I think I just ripped his clothes or something and threw it over in the neighbor's yard and then my mom went and grabbed it. Because she was like, oh, what did he do? What happened? Oh, no. She didn't know I did No, it. She, she brought it back. She put it back in my bedroom the next day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's some weird shit. 
So yeah, terrified. Like, so that was pretty. That is. So your old brother though, he kind of he, he, he hit, just got he made it look like it was Chucky. Like he, he cut the hair, he molded the face, he made it look just like Chucky. Hit under my bed, started making noises, and then this thing like pops up under my bed. And I, I'm like I'm like uh what I was I think I was like five or six years old. It's when those. I think it's when those dolls just came out because mom just got me that buddy fucking doll thing. Mm-hmm. Just started freaking out, running, chopping. I grabbed it and started killing it. <laughs> it was crazy. God. Yeah, he freaked me out though, man. He's, he's a really good artist. Was he? So then your brother passed away. You're 15. Then is it shortly after that that you guys moved to Florida? Or did he well, die ma- after you mom, Yeah, mom goes to Florida then about that time. 15 or 16. And you go that, with that, her? I go, I go with her for a little while and come back, go to Georgia, go to with dance. her. And, and Florida is not is not fun, man. It's, it's, How's it it's not fun? Shitty. Disney World's there. Yeah, dude. Disney, Disney World's like two hours away from us. We are in shithole Florida, dude. They're in central Florida, man. There's not an ocean around us for about an hour. It is well, not that's a lot far. closer than the ocean around here. Yeah, this no, yeah, but it's, you got planets. Yeah, it's not fun, man. It's just gangbangers, just wild dogs, just packs of wild pit bulls that run around everywhere. Wow. Yeah, I and I, I used to get beat up all the time. I used to fight like all the time, man. So, like, you used whatever. to get beat up all the time when you yeah, went to Florida. I got jumped, dude. I had one time I got jumped, and this big biker. Saw like three people beating my ass. I was kicking one kid's ass. I was slamming his head against the grass. And behind me, there was two people punching me in the back of the head. And I just wouldn't let this kid go. <laughs> because he asked me for a lighter. And I pulled out a lighter and he attacked me. And his buddies were attacking me once I started getting them on the ground and started whooping them. So this big biker dude pulls up and he's like, hey, 3 r one's not fair. And he like just steps. He's huge, dude. Wow. He just steps from his bike and like starts walking towards his fight. And these kids just get up, see him, and just start ditching. Wow, so you... And I wouldn't let the last kid go. And I just saw his hair just kept hitting him. And then uh, he finally got out of it somehow. Did you give that guy a hug after? <laughs> no, no. I, I, just, I, sh- I shook his hand, said thanks, and uh, went back home. Mom was all like, what happened? I told her. You need and, to be sending like, that guy a Christmas card every year. Well, tr- it turns out it's one of her work, one of her um, uh, friends at work's husband. Oh, wow. I know. It was, it was really So it turned out you kind of knew him. Yeah. He died like a year later, man. had like a heart attack. Oh, I went to his funeral, told the story. Everyone was like laughing about it and shit. Like, like that was him. Oh, yeah, well, that was the kind of guy. Well, yeah. that, that's pretty cool. He was like, he may look like a big badass and biker, but I think he's like one of those Christian riders that like like Jesus and all that. So oh, okay. That's, it was just going around helping people out. But this is about the time I started getting involved in drugs because I didn't have any. I didn't really have any friends. The, the friends that I hung out with would like take advantage so they can get drugs and stuff. How often do? You, how many time? How many fights do you think you've been in? If you were to guess, I'd say over twenty. Over 20? Yeah. I used to fight for coke. And are we... T- you used to fight for what? For drugs. Well, no, you can say coke. I okay, mean, I don't... Cool. Think, we're not putting your, like... <laughs> okay, say, like, cute drugs. Yeah, and you're, and you're talking about your history. <laughs> yeah, this too. is... This is, like... This isn't any shit that's going on now, so that's yeah, not Yeah, this is... This is in the past, so... When you moved on from all that stuff, but... Yeah, so, so when people can, think I don't know how to fight or something like that, I'm just, I'm just kind of laughing inside, just remember yeah, all these... You've, all these things you've I've taken been in. a few hits before. Oh and yeah, yeah. Them out. I've got I've gotten my ass kicked. I've kicked some ass. I mean, the best fight I've ever been in that I won is when I headbutted this kid at the end of the fight. He's got me in a chokehold for like two minutes straight, so I stop breathing. If you start, if you try to breathe while you're in a chokehold, you run out of air quicker. So you just stop your breathing. You slow it down. You stop it. So he's got me in this chokehold, wiggle myself free, gasp for breath. Last minute, last little ounce of strength I have left, I just headbutt him right in the face, break his nose, I got his blood running all over my face, and we both collapsed to the ground. I stand up first, so I was a winner, but it was so still, and so then that was the best ending fight I've ever had. Like, so this was like, what, was the, the dealer, was he running these fights, and then it was like, oh, yeah, the guy, so much. some dealer was like, I'll make you guys fight for some cocaine, like, yeah, just for his entertainment. Yeah, that's kind of how it went. Kind of fucked up. Yeah. But interesting. They'll, yeah. They make a good fucking movie. They used to take care of all their dogs. Uh, all pit these bulls. Yeah. Uh, we had some weight pull champions, some beauty champions. So they did dog fighting? No, we didn't do dog fighting. Oh, okay. Just human fighting. 
Never Just did, people fight. Never did dog fights, dude. They were they hated the big bitch in charge. <laughs> it's kind of funny. That's her boyfriend. He's kind of the big dude on charge in charge, whatever. And she was in charge. Uh, I, she just used to give me a do shit all the time and like uh, clean up shit and this and that and fight and then I'd always challenge people in the backyard and they'd challenge me and we'd go and fight in the backyard and he used to teach me how to fight whenever I wasn't fighting like put on gloves this guy was like golden gloves he could like could really, really fight good, you know yeah. he taught me a few good moves that you know I still use one day he split my lip open I saw I saw him hit his I saw him hit and he didn't know she was pregnant and he hit him in the stomach. So I went in there and I'm like, what the fuck? He just prayed it. And I tried to hit him and he hit me. He just like dipped out the way. Yeah, just, he was really good. Hit me, busted my whole lip. I got the scar. I got this lip, went right through my teeth. Like it was hanging like in my teeth. Like, from one hit? From one hit. It was like the side. I went in the bathroom and I was like, oh fuck. I pulled my lip through, through oh. my tooth and like there's just blood everywhere. Oh my God. It was, yeah, I still got the scar. This thing is on this side or this side. Do you see it? Huh. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah was I a, can't that was see a hole. That was a fucking tooth went right through Ooh. here, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty nasty, dude. It was my uh, can back here. A big yeah, sharp went one. It. Yeah, it was a big sharp one. Um, so see. you're fighting, you're getting your drugs, you're getting into with this guy, the cocaine and stuff. Yeah, and and then I meet this guy because I need, I need a job by this time because I'm... Okay, so moving on. Um, my life is bad. Coke. You see me now? This is me, 220. Imagine me, same height, whatever, 120 pounds. Wow. That's really how much skin I weigh. Skin and bones. Yep, skin and bones. It was, I was looking like like a scarecrow, like walking around. Like, oh, hey, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I need some coke. <laughs> you know? um, so my, this guy, he takes me in, gives me a job, and he's like, man, you're living with me. You know, I, I know that. You doing a lot of that coke that they sell to everybody? And I'm like, it's like, dude, I trust me. I've known them forever. I know what they do and how they do it and how they take advantage of people and how they take advantage of people and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, hold on. And like one day, just like, what, what would your brother think of this? I'm like, well, I don't know. He did a lot of drugs himself. And dude's like, well, if he saw you now, what would he actually think if he wasn't doing a lot of drugs? And I was like, well, that was probably pretty shitty, so... I think it was, you know, that that was me the last day I was, like, taking lines off this dude's Corvette. Like, <laughs> I was working at this dude's house, but in the meantime, I'd take, like, a line or two off the hood of this Corvette. Just because it was cool. Well, who gets I mean, to, who? How many people get to say they, they've done lines off a of Corvette? Not me. I can tell you that. Exactly. Not very many. I don't think anyone I yeah. could, I don't think I know anyone who could say that. So I, I went and I went to rehab. And uh, this is where the cult that you've been asking about kind of started. Okay. Uh, they wouldn't let you have outside contact with and the just, wait, no real cigarettes. Quick, it was just, uh, so the main drug, though, drug of choice at the time cocaine, was just cocaine. Pretty much. Co I loved I loved. But you never messed with, like, heroin or anything like nah, that. I didn't like downers. I didn't like painkillers and made me feel weird. I mean, Percocet was okay, but I didn't even smoke weed, to be honest, that much. I just did coke. Just a lot of coke. Yeah, a lot of coke. Yeah, well, I guess it's more more available in like Florida than big time dude. down in the south. It's easy to get it where I was from. I imagine. I get it for like five or ten different people do down the street if I wanted to. It's crazy. So some of it was even cut with ether. That was my favorite actually. When they cut it with ether. How does that affect you differently? It just tastes better. It just it snorts it snorts it burns just a little bit more, but in a better way. Hmm. It's weird. That is weird. Yeah, but it just. It, it just—it's just different. Yeah, and there, it's pretty I didn't good. Even hear about that? So then you'd have, uh, <laughs> then you went into rehab. Was was that your choice? Were you just like, I'm so fucked up? Yeah, I gotta go to rehab. And I told my mom, what she couldn't even believe it. She was like, Oh my god, you're just like Ryan. And I'm like, Well, you haven't—I haven't really talked to you in a year, and I'm 17. I technically should be living at your house, but your boyfriend or husband, whatever, just treats me like shit all the time and makes me feel unwanted. So you were still... They set up cameras at the house, and it was, it was really creepy, dude, so... So you were still really young when all this was going on, yeah. so you... I where was, did you live, then? You lived uh, with the yeah. guy who you were fighting? The yeah. fighting and all that stuff? You lived Sometimes I lived in my van, too. You had a van? Down the by the river! Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Really, I'm not kidding. Living out of your van? Van down by the river! <laughs> 
And then a van down by the ocean. And then, but other times, and you're staying with that guy, the, the guy, the boxer, and all that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so like, then finally, you're just like you yeah, realized just, you were so messed up that you needed, or did someone tell you? Like, was or there, my boss? I just told you, my boss just oh. said, "Hey, man, I know what you're doing. Look at yourself, dude. You're skin and bones, man. What would your brother think? Shit like that." So, so your boss. Yeah, a really cool guy. I still talk to him today, to this day. That's good. So, cool guy. so your boss kind of saved you out of all that stuff. Yeah, pretty much. He, but you go to... It's one that got me uh, realized what a tolerance is. I've been... I didn't want to talk about that. Oh, but, okay, neo-Nazi, that, that's fucking interesting as hell. I know it is. <laughs> By the way, you People said... People think I'm a racist. Yes, I said, hey, I joined a neo-Nazi group because... No. I didn't have any friends. So. Yeah, sometimes it's one of those situations where it's well, I mean, like, I had friends, but I wanted to hang out with To, like, guys. belong to something. Yeah, kind of. This awkward situation. I've seen the American History X. Did you ever watch that movie? Yes, I have. That's when I first watched it. Was during that? During, yeah. Because dude had a bunch of uh, skinhead, like, shows. But doesn't that movie kind of... Wouldn't that... Why would his, the neo-Nazis watch that movie? Because isn't it... Basically, we watched a lot of them. Watched a lot of movies, did American Me, uh, uh, Romper Stomper. What's Romper Stomper? (laughs) Just go down with it someday, you'll see it. (laughs) But it's like a neo, it's a Nazi. Yeah, it's it's like white supremacy versus Asians. Okay. It's it's pretty fucked up. It's like a bunch of skinheads going just beating the shit out of her. Let me collect this one Asian part, too. People. I don't know, and I can get this out if you want me to, but you said something about how your mother had inherited money from your grandparents. Did that happen when you were still a teenager? Oh, that yeah, happens that, later. That, that happens way later. Okay, and then... Uh, my grandpa was a miser his whole life, man. And the thing with the... <laughs> didn't like anybody except his family. Wouldn't talk to anybody, pretty much said his family, and just kept a fortune hidden away. That's crazy. That, that is crazy. I would never do that. That's fucking nuts. And the neo-Nazi thing, that happened before? That happened before. That was when, that was like right after my brother died. So right after your brother died, you were how old? Like? 15, 16. And it was like, was it a big group? Was this like No, it was just just a few of us, man. Like probably about like five or ten. Probably about five. Probably about five, six, seven people. Was it like a, was it like a gang style thing? Mm Mm-hmm. We'd and walk, did you guys ever? We'd all, we'd all, every time we'd like hang out, we'd all like walk down the street together because. See, yeah, just why if you're if you're a skinhead, you can't walk alone. Can I have a group with you? So you were because there's you, people that are gonna start shit. Were you bald? Yeah. You shaved your head. You yep. do the skinhead thing, yep. and all of you did that. Yeah, everybody. Man. <laughs> One funny thing is, I met the guy a few years later. <laughs> I was like, so hey, what happened? The whole he was a hippie. <laughs> he was. I'm not into that anymore. He's got a psychedelic shirt on. I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. This guy's got dreadlocks like, now. Yeah, like, he's just like, he's a hippie. It was hilarious. I was like, I was like, I guess you need your friends too, buddy. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I guess you need to belong to something too. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, so the, rehab, rehab. I'm at yeah, rehab. Dude. Yeah. And this is a bad place, dude. They got bed bugs. And Fucking, and a lot of these people aren't aren't even willing to like, well, are aren't going through the shit that I'm going through. Like, they're being made to go here because of court reasons. Yes, they go there to get and, out of shit. Yeah, I hate I hate that because there's a bunch of these douchebags there. They're not looking to get help; they're forced to do it, and so they're yeah. kind of in a weird. But then it turns out they weren't really the douchebags. It was the whole system and everyone controlling because you couldn't go on the outside. You couldn't watch the news. You could you basically were dead for the world for like there's my buddy out there carrying some shit. You're dead you're dead to the world for, for a while. It was this is just pretty pretty shitty. And uh, they taught you how to you went to church three times a fucking day. You ate, you three times a day. You ate a couple times yeah. And that's not even the classes. Because I know part of the part of the twelve step program is you have to surrender. It was not a twelve step. Oh, this was only twelve step program. Oh, it was it was a shit program, dude. They cold. just locked you up. They, they wanted they read purpose driven life a million times to everybody. What is it? Purpose driven life. Purpose driven life. You what never is that? heard of it? No. It's like the second Bible to most people. Huh. If someone's listening on there, I know you're... I'm sure there are people out there who probably know. Gonna, I just don't. Definitely. Purpose-driven life is like yeah. something for addicts, like an yeah, addict sort kind of, of 
Sort of, yeah. Bi- the Bible for addicts. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'd, we'd read that. And anyways, it just turned out to be a big mess, dude. And so was the people running so, this group, were they the ones associated with the cult? Yeah, they were. They even stole food stamps off me. And, and I got I got a few years later when I was, when I was actually working up here. I wasn't working on your table like it was down there. I uh, I went ahead and got uh, I got like charged for my income tax, like three hundred dollars for saying I stole food stamps. It was them that was that took it for me. Gotcha. So yeah, there's this really fucked up situation. Ended up leaving rehab. Uh, my mom wanted me to come back. You got all cleaned up. Yeah, it I worked. Was, yeah, I was on like 180 pounds when I got out, all muscle mainly. So it worked out a lot in rehab. Uh, uh, got out of rehab, was like all filled with Jesus and all that. So you were feeling pretty passionate about it at the time? Yeah. Like born started again kind fading, of thing? Started fading away and I started realizing what life is actually about. Well, after the cult? Yeah. But I mean, but you're not, you haven't been necessarily in the really cult. God. At, so. Well, at this point, yeah. yeah. But at the time when you were in the cult though, well, you were in the rehab. I realized what it was. In the so rehab. So the rehab is the cult that you're referring yeah, to? Teen okay. Challenge. Um, if anyone's listening and you have a drug problem, don't go to Teen Challenge. Teen Challenge is uh, fucked up. Do not go. <laughs> do not go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to go to Teen Challenge. They're all over the country, man. That's crazy. So then uh, after that, then you go back to your mom wants you to stay with her. Yeah, but her, her boyfriend's there and he doesn't want me there, so I don't stay there. He's a big douche. Total. Biggest douche. I tried to stay there for a couple nights. He ended up slapping me in the face. Told me if you do it again, you should don't do it again. Did it again. Said if you do it one more time, it's gonna beat the shit out of you. He tried to do it again, so I blocked his hand. Tried to kick me in the nuts, so I blocked his foot. Jeez. Threw him on the ground, then just started kicking him in the ribs. Man. Yeah, this was about the time I was actually uh, when I got out of rehab. I actually decided to go to school. So I was uh, I wasn't dressed in EMT uniform, beating the shit out of some guy in the back my backyard. <laughs> so wait, that's kind of a fucked up situation, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in school, dressed up as an EMT, kicking some guy's ribs in. You went to school to be an EMT? Yeah. So here's the funny thing: he called the cops on me, right? He called the cops saying I hurt him, his face was all bloody and shit. I don't know. He probably hit himself in the face or something, to make it bloody. I never hit him in the face. I just hit him in the ribs. Um, but he called the cops. And the funny thing is, cops got there, they saw he was way too drunk, so they arrested him. <laughs> and they were like, wow. and they they actually liked me. Because they hated him so much. Because he was being such a douche. Such a douche. <laughs> and they actually, Skippy. so they, they took my side, and they really liked me. That's crazy. Yeah, they said, so, you gonna press charges? I said, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> That's why did? I took it. No, I never did. Oh. I just I dropped him as soon as he got out of jail because gotcha. I didn't want to go to court and do all that shit. I didn't want to mess with it. Nope. So, how long did you go to school to be an EMT? Uh, school. Like, did you get your license and all that? Yeah, I didn't. I actually, actually, I didn't get my license. I just did it just to kind of get mom off my back, and to, I actually always wanted to just know about the human body. I mean, recently I saved someone's life. I heard about that story. And yeah. That was. Did you pull in your? Yeah. Brought in some of your EMT training. Yeah, I did, and I was very happy to have that there in that type of situation. See, that's why I did that. Yeah, he because I knew I'd be around a situation like that. He definitely owes you a life that. It's like uh, what is that like? It's like a Robin Hood, like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He saves his life, and then from then on, he's like, he's like, I- I'm sworn I don't think a guy to, really, I don't think to he, service. Yeah, I don't think a guy really cares. He's not like that. You don't think so? Oh man, like I've, I've like asked him for stuff here and there, and been like, hey man, uh, like just, just like hey, uh, I, I need this or something, and or hey, can you do me this favor? And it's always like no. I was just kind of dodging you on this stuff. Yeah, just just kind of dodged me on that, man. I never, I never brought it up and been like, hey, you know, I saved your life, dude. Can you just do me this one favor? Yeah, it'd be like, it's, pretty, it's pretty important that day. I needed, I needed some help with something. Well, if you needed something, I feel like you know, if you saved his life, he should do whatever it takes to help you out. Because I mean, I don't feel like he should do whatever like no it takes. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he should. To he a could reasonable, make the effort to, yeah, that's a, to a reasonable, reasonable yeah, a reasonable request, like. Hey, I just need some help today. He'd be like, you know, you saved his life. So, 
I don't want to bring it up though either and just be like, oh, uh, you didn't do that. Yeah, you don't I know. I saved your life. Don't you remember that time you did some heroin and I was there to <laughs> pump your heart back to normal? I, uh, I, I, re- I uh, reached in your mouth with my fingers and pulled all that mucus out. Don't you remember that? Yeah. Like, did you remember uh, giving you CPR while, or me giving you CPR while I had fucking. Try to uh, kiss your fucking mouth so you start breathing again, and you start drooling. Well, everywhere. when you say kiss, you mean well, to yeah. push life. Aaron. Breath of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, kiss sounds like a life breath. Sound like a sexy moment or something. Oh, it was not. It was disgusting. <laughs> it was gross, dude. He was so. That's about the time it's I figured out he had his he had his mouth was clogged. That's why I couldn't breathe. So I stuck my fingers in there and turned his head to the side. There's a bunch of mucus just from all that drugs he's doing right out of his fucking mouth. That's crazy. It's pretty gross, yeah. Oh, uh, anyways, we're skipping. Teen challenge, okay, blah, blah, blah. So this is about the so time. you get out of that. Get out of the cult. Get all that. You go back home. Problems uh, with dad. You're uh, like, fuck this. No, Dude, was your mom mad at you dad. about that? Not my dad. It's hard not that. Total my dad's Mom's really cool husband now. Yeah, yeah. Was your mom upset with you about it? Or did she feel like you were in the right, or did she feel like he was in the right? She never took sides with anybody. So she just tried to stay neutral on the whole thing. Yeah, she blamed it on me, though, too. Did she? She said, yeah, bloody nose is my fault. I said, he probably hit himself. Hmm. I kicked him in the ribs, that's all I did. Well, he did try to slap you across the face, kick you in the nuts, and then whatever else it was. Yeah, he was a horrible person, dude. So she, uh... He still is, dude. He's just a terrible abomination of a person. So, let's see, I get all that shit done, I'm working with my boss, I'm living in the shed now, since I'm not living at home, got this like AC in the shed, I've got a TV in there, I've got a radio, i got a bed, got a mattress, it's a pretty cool place, living in my boss's backyard, I'm doing like all this landscaping work around the house just to kind of pay rent for the meantime so I can crash there, so you're taking care of his his wife's family too at the time and they were kind of living with them he was helping take care of them and she's got and her sister has like three kids so um that's about the time my brother says hey i got room for you if you'd like to come up here he's saying first here yeah first time he says that it's christmas eve i haven't talked to my brother in months so obviously i'm gonna talk to him on christmas eve and he says that to me about an hour later, I have all my shit packed and I'm leaving. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and because I, I have the money, my boss, my boss said, hey, you've done a lot of good work around here, man. Here's some money to get your ass up there, too. My mom's like, well, I don't want you to run out of gas. She's 100 bucks. Isn't at this point your mom has had the inheritance or whatever it no. is? No. No, still not. That happens while you're up here. So I come up here and... Uh, yeah, I, I come up here, I, I get a job, here first, work there for a month, awful. You meet your girlfriend? No, I, it was a while on the road. Wow. So it was awful down the road, and I was uh, I was helping grandma out at the time. So I, I go over there, cause, and so I go and help grandma out and when I got off work, sometimes before I went to work. And I was driving this really shitty Pontiac van. It like ended up freezing and shit. So, in the, in the meantime, I go ahead and um, move up here and help grandma out and shit like that. Oh, let's see. I'm, getting, I'm cruising from job to job, sort of. But this, this, new, this new job I got, uh, you know, it's, that's where I met my girlfriend, actually. One day, I haven't... Well, I feel like I'm skipping... That one place? Uh, let's re- let's rewind it a little you bit. Did live in I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to that one place. This is where it gets important, actually, because I was doing some pretty crazy shit. That's what I was gonna say. Because I know you got away from the drugs you had the rehab, but then you started. I didn't do the drugs though. So whenever you're in ma- that one place, you start dealing and stuff. Yeah, I started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was helping deal crack. So gotcha. I had a pretty funny experience one time. Uh, actually, super. Super scary, but kind of funny. Just now, it just makes me laugh. It's the first time me going to another place. And we go to the middle of projects to get this shit. And my friend like knows everybody, and I, I'm not being racist or anything, but I'm like the only white guy there. Okay. And I just feel a little bit out of because my, my friend's black, of course, but I'm the only white guy, and I am definitely minority, and I'm like going this place, and there's like a pile of crack. 
that's like it's like Tony Montana's like two cocaine foot pile. High. It's like two foot high. <laughs> and there's a little girl running around the house with a puppy. That's strange. And there's all these gangbangers in there and they all have like guns and shit. And they all, you know, you can see all the pistol spots. Man. Yeah, it's it pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty fucked up. But I've been in situations like that in Florida before. We're dealing with the drugs and all that. A lot of my friends uh, had guns and stuff like that. I never liked guns, so I never touched them. So yeah. I always liked to fight. Like a lot. But, um, I was like nice a lot, too. But, um, let's see. Yeah, we got in there, and then we're on our way back, and we get a flat tire. So, this guy pulls up on the side of the road, and he's like, salt and pepper can only mean one thing. You guys are either gay or you got drugs. And we're like, you're pretty fucking smart, dude. You got so yeah, we got some crack, dude. He's <laughs> only one thing. There's only like two things. You're either gay or you got drugs. And we're like, oh yeah, we're, we're dealing, man. And so he wants some, and he's like, I'm like, what? I need you to go get me a tire. My sister's got a truck just like yours. I go steal one off her. I'm like, good. You ride with you ride with uh, him. I'll wait here. That way, if cop pulls up, you know, blah blah. We'll keep the crack inside of a gasoline lid. So. We do that, um, and the cop pulls up while they're gone. And I, have to, I talk my way out. Without of, fail, there's a cop that pulls up. Yeah, I talk my way out of it, say there's someone on the way back, and blah, blah. He's like, okay, just let me know in an hour you need to move it. If not, we'll have to call someone like Tony. I'm like, dude, I'll be gone in like 10 minutes. I'll be out of here. He's like, okay. Come back, and turns out, dude just bought a bunch of weed off this new guy. To trade for some of the crack. Okay. And for the tire. So I ended up giving him like 50 bucks for the tire. And he ended up trading some some of that weed for the crack. So we were getting really, really baked when we got back. I'm like, hey man, I kind of want to get laid right now. He's like, yeah, me too. He's like, because he's not home. So I'm like, well, let's go to my friend Nas's house. This is about the time, like, I'm banging like a lot of different girls. So huh. I know these girls. So no really serious like, relationship, just yeah, sleeping with a bunch of different girls. Yeah, they're, they're, like, really big into, into, like, drugs and shit. So we get these girls to do things for crack. So you just say, hey, you want to do something? You want some you crack? Want some crack? You got to do some crazy shit. Well, I wasn't really saying you have to do it. They just kind of started. But they would it. offer it to get the. Yeah, they kind of offered it. As soon as they started smoking it, they started making out and doing stuff with each other. And then I'd in the background and he banged the other chick. Crazy. It's funny, because I was, I was banging the black chick, and he was banging the white chick. You know, I'm black, and he's white, yeah, or I'm, no. I'm white, and he's black. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. And it's just always kind of like, you know, I, I was like, you know, even when I was a neo-Nazi, like, I didn't even like, I, didn't, I just, I wanted to blend in. I didn't really want to. You didn't care necessarily about their ideology. You just wanted to. Well, I tried to force, force it upon myself, <clears throat> but it just couldn't happen. I just can't hate someone just because. Just because of their skin color? That's ridiculous. Yeah, it was hard to get over. I hate someone because they're either <clears throat> stupid, like they're just fucking dumb. Or an asshole. Or, or yeah, an asshole. I'm not going to hate someone just because they're like, skin's different. That's fucking stupid. I agree. I think most people do. I mean, you got, also you have to admit, uh, a lot well, of like... you were young and impressionable. You were only like 15 or 16. Yeah, time. I was a kid, man. Yeah, I was like... You didn't really... About 16 years old. I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing. I, I did, but like... At the same time, it didn't. So things and uh, things and so you got yeah. Involved I was banging. Uh, my record is like I banged like four different girls in one night. I was dealing so much crack, uh, but I, most of these girls didn't even know I was dealing crack. I was just making a lot of money because I didn't want you know bang a bunch of clockheads. Yeah, you know cluckers. That's what I used to call them, cluckers. What's a clucker? That's a it's crackhead. So we used to call them. Oh, okay. Crackheads are clucker. Yeah, we used to call them cluckers. Huh. Because, like, chicken chicken clucks? Yeah, oh, my God! Look at that! Crack! Look at that! Crack! Oh. <laughs> we just call them cluckers. I got you. We just, we made up the word. That's we, we deal. I Basically, he'd get the shit. He'd give it to me. I'd go make a run. And I'd get the money. I got 10 bucks out of every deal. So you're looking at ten buck profit for each. Yeah, day. so I'm looking at like hundred. Like I'm looking at like a hundred dollars a day. Man, it seems like you would make more selling crack. I would think. I yeah, I, 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 I would. I feel like I would have higher profit margins. 
to, yeah, for all the risk involved. But you have to understand, this wasn't just me and him. This was like a whole community thing. Like, yeah, you kind of owe back to these other. But people. think about it. That's like seven hundred dollars a week, dude. Yeah, that's not bad. And he's taking all the risk by keeping it. I'm taking a little bit of the risk by dropping it off here and there. That's true. He's yeah, saying, so he took more risk, so he got more money. Because he, yeah, he, he was going that one place. Time after that happened, <laughs> I would go back. I didn't want to go back to some uh, fucking project and deal with that again. I was, I did not want to. That's just not comforting for me. So you're willing to let him take the bigger risks uh, for a sacrifice of some of the profit? Yeah. I so you. one day I get really fucked up. I thought you said you weren't using. Well, so one day I got really fucked up. I did, oh. I did a bunch of uh, ecstasy. Oh, I wasn't man. doing crack. I, I got you. You didn't mess I, with the crack. Oh no, God, no. That's for cluckers. <laughs> That's for cluckers. <laughs> so uh, one day I got I got some ecstasy and I got like about three hundred dollars worth. So I got about thirty pills and Damn. I pretty much pounded them all, dude. Just isn't that not super dangerous? Well, it's it's weird. I was driving this guy up to uh, he's giving me money and I was driving him up to Chicago again. It turns out he was a murderer. He was he was wanted. I was driving him up to drove a murderer up north. Drove a murderer. Didn't know it was a murderer until I got there. You were on ecstasy while driving the murderer? Yeah, definitely. Wow. That is still a lot of Playboys, uh, New York Yankees, uh, Blue Dolphins. Wait, what are those terms? What are you saying? It's what they have printed on the pills. Oh. That's where you could tell them differently. The Playboy bunnies are pink. They're tiny little pills. They were like just filled with MDMA. Uh, the other ones, some of them had like, uh, one of them had PCP in it. That was a pretty fucking crazy trip. Wow. I sat in my bed like this for hours. <laughs> just smiling at my bed. <laughs> just like super smile. Like it's like so So it's basically what the Joker handed out to people. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. I, just, <laughs> Put the grin on I took like three of those little PCP <laughs> things and I was just gone. Huh. So that was about the last time I ever did ecstasy. <laughs> First and last time for everything. So after that, you finally decide that it's time to, like, what ends up happening? What screws everything up? That one place? I prefer the Nazi thing. Why are you so worried about the Nazi thing? I don't want people thinking that I'm just some big Nazi, because they're, I don't know. I would think most people would be a little more understanding of your situation. I would like to think so. So, while I'm on this ecstasy too, I drive a murderer upstate, ended up pissing on a hooker. It's kind of... You pissed on a hooker? I pissed on a hooker. My friend, my friend... My, That's my terrible. Friend. That is terrible. Why, how, how and why? Why in perfectly good health did you piss on a hooker? I was fucked up, and <laughs> I was oh, wait, not in good health. We're not in good health. That's right. And uh, <laughs> she, she kind of wanted it. Like, She's like, go ahead. Yeah. Did she, you have to tip? Did you tip her for the golden shower? <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think my friend did. He gave her some more crack. <laughs> she wanted to bang me, and I didn't want to bang her, so she wanted me to piss on her. Then she's a she's a hooker. I'm not gonna bang a hooker. It's fucking gross. I love banging her later on. <laughs> I know, I know, I, just, I know. I'm, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. That's a great. After she cleaned up and all that, a couple days later, just gotta get that piss smell right off that. <laughs> She's like bent over doggy style, like looking looking at me like this, like from behind, piss up, piss up. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> like, okay, let's do this. Like, I'll, I'll piss on you. I'll piss on you. I, yeah. Piss on you. Yeah, that's kind of like what I was thinking. I'll piss on you. <laughs> over and over. It's in your mouth right now. <laughs> so, so that happens... Get this murder upstate. When you find out as a murderer later, I guess you didn't know he's a murderer on the trip, did you? Yeah, when I found out, like at the as you're talking, he's like, "So yeah, I killed someone." Yeah. So then what? I mean, what? That's why. That's why I'm worried. I'm like, dude. So if we get pulled over, blah blah. So I know you said you wanted. What happened, man? And I got his story. I'm not going to share that. Well, did he get caught? I don't know. You never know how it ends. I never saw him again. And like, sometimes, on, you, sometimes you call, call him, sometimes you call him Pac Man too. You don't have to tell the story, but based on his story, did you feel like he ne- kind of got caught up in something or an accidental? Kind of no, 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 he, he did it. Oh, he meant to. Yeah, he, he wanted meant. them dead. Oh yeah. If you could go back in time, he wouldn't change a thing, probably. 
Well, who knows? What are you at? Well, so that happens. You drop the ball or wherever. Okay, so now. So now this is about the time the cops are getting on to us. They're 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 kind of knowing that we're we're dealing with Kraken Task Force about to bust down. So I dip. I go, I move out. That one place worked there for about a year. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Then after, it was a uh, terrible. Why? It's just awful, dude. It sucked. I'm not meant to take care of people. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not my calling. Yeah. I mean, I, I did a good job, I thought, but still, it just sucked. You did got you quit bit. there, or did you get fired? So many nasty things that happened there. Crazy. It was a big deal. I got a job like that right afterwards. So, you know, we're going to... It was even a week later. We're already working again. So, you know, we're going to... Things are going good. Oh, no. I feel like, dude, this should not even be, like... Your life... Right now, I'm going to tell you, your life is fascinating. That's some crazy shit. You've been through some crazy shit. This isn't... I'm, feel, I'm forgetting a lot of stories, dude. Probably. I am. I'm forgetting a lot. Like, now that I'm going by, I'm thinking of, like, damn it, miss this, miss that, miss that, miss that, miss that. You know that, what we can do, though? That. You know what we can do? I missed I miss some gay guy beating someone's ass when I was a kid. Some, I got beat up by some uh, gangbanger down the street, and my gay friend went and whooped his ass. Really? I missed that story. How can I miss that? Because that was like one of the best moments of my life. Because I was making fun of his, I was making fun of him in school and shit. Like, ha ha, he got beat by a gay dude. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, dude, he got his shit kicked out too. Huh? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was like, I was driving the car and shit, and dude's like, hey, just stop the car real quick, man. I'm like, okay. It was a really gay. He was like prostituting himself for crack. Oh. Yeah, it was kind of a weird situation. I wasn't like a pimp or anything. I was just his friend. Yeah, like, I was hey, his pimp. His pimp, I think, was uh, was someone's dad. It so was the, a really weird situation. That is a really weird situation. I mean, okay, so you're. We're gonna, almost done. We're getting there. Okay, so you're. Okay, so yes. So right now, I have like I forgot my DUI stories. Forgot I told you I, I got out of like two different DUIs. Got out of them? Yeah, I got out of them. I was, a, oh. I was a teenager, and they never even charged me. They just took it off file because they tried to join the army and shit. Yeah, see, I... You tried to join the army? Yeah, I tried to, several different times, dude. Why? Because I, mean, I didn't feel like I had a life. And you felt like you needed some direction. Not really direction. I just wanted money. Yeah. I wanted a career. They would they would accept me, but I just have so many different criminal charges. Why would they charges. not accept you? I have so many different criminal charges. It's just that they can't... Well, they, they, they could... They could, they could, but they said they they're repeat offenses. So. Even in like, uh, did you try try getting in like during the war in Iraq and stuff like that? And yeah, they're a little more desperate for people. Mm -hmm. Still, that's when our boys were in Iraq. They probably still are, but yeah. After that, I started working. That one place. And uh, well, I was banging all those girls. Told you all that. Oh yeah. I was hanging out with some douchebags, and I was I was. I was uh, kind of doing this internet thing where I'd meet this girl online, talk to her, then go bang her, and then never talk to her again. Huh. That's, um... Yeah, I, I, I did not like to... Like, some of the women I met are fucking butt ugly, so I'd bang them and never talk to them again. Didn't want to, because they're ugly. Oh, but then, uh, after all that, I met my girlfriend. I hadn't got laid for, like, six months. So... Yeah, before I met her. So I'm like working out all the time, pumped up, ripped, dude. I was like, like, I'd like, I'd be in my house and like, I'd be like fucking sweating profusely because my studio apartment had like one window and I just, I'd be like in my boxers and like, he'd come over and just be like, damn, dude. And I'd be like ripped, dude. Just like yeah. stacked, man. Like I sweat it all out. I can't yeah, dude. I was like, I was, I was like really fucking lean looking. She got me fat. Well, Love my life got me fat as hell. Women will do that to you. Oh my god, I think she got you fat too. Yeah. You got, you're a little, got a little thing going on. Right? Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I met her and it was funny how I met her. I kind of met her through, well, I met, I met her through. This guy. Yeah, I, I used to bang his like best friend like all the time and well, at the time, I really liked this chick, so I tried to call her all the time. She just didn't like me that much. She just wanted me for sex. Gotcha. That's about it. She liked my size, and gotcha. that's about it. Yeah. She liked how I banged her, so 
Uh, then uh, she told uh, this guy trying to hit on me. <laughs> We're hanging out for a little while, smoking all the time, doing cool shit, like just driving around. He started hit. He starts hitting on me. So I'm like, I don't think we can be friends anymore, man. So this happens the day he drops me off. So I'm getting like a ride from him. Like I was getting like gas money, give me a ride up because I'm not walking, dude. I was getting this guy or someone to help me to fucking get a ride up. But anyways, he started hitting on me, so it got all awkward. So I was like. I don't really think I want to hang out with you anymore, buddy. Because, like, you're hitting on me and I'm not swinging that way. Yeah. We're playing for opposite teams, man. Yeah, like, yeah, that's good. Cool. You know, I don't... I, mean, you know, I, I understand you, that, but I don't like to get hit on. So it's, You could maintain that. You could maintain that friendship. But it's, just, it's different whenever you know that they have other motives, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you know what you. they're really after. What they would like, how they'd like things. Oh, God, God, okay, okay. Let's just quit talking about it. Okay. It got weird enough as it was three or four years ago. We don't need to bring all the weirdness back. Okay. So it's about time I meet my girlfriend. And like, I meet her, and I'm like, I'm like filled with testosterone. I have to work out every day just to keep my calm down. Yeah. And like, I meet her, and I'm just like, hey, how you doing? Do you want to go out? Yeah. She says yes. <laughs> so we go out. And it's so, so funny. It's the first time I ever banged a girl in the movie theater. That was the first day? <laughs> yeah. First day? I, yeah, but here, here, she's not a whore because I banged every woman I've ever been with, even married women, on the first date. Even married women? Yes, even married women. I've been with a married woman before. Just one? Yep. I've been with all kinds of different women. Black, white, married, not married, boyfriends in prison, huh. all kinds of shit. All of them are on the first day. Internet right? girls. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, you explained that one. That's crazy. It just always just kind of uh, But, like, I'd always bang chicks on the first day. It's just who. Just what oh, happens. That's who I am. <laughs> but I really liked her, so I kept seeing her. Yeah. Then she got me fat and. I think very much exciting stuff's happened. It's kind of our personal life. Yeah. I would like to bring our personal life up. Yeah. We fight here and there, you know, as most that's people. That's relationships, ups do. and downs. Yeah, we yeah. always have our ups and downs, but other than that, her... But now you settle down. Her mom is like the coolest person, dude. Her mom's from California, so she's just an awesome person. But yeah. so now you finally got to a calmer stage in your life. Everything's kind of yes. Everything's finally settled down. You're not messing with all the not the really bad shit. Not like anything. Not crazy close. adventures aren't happening anymore. That's probably good though. No, it, it is. Out. Yeah, I did. I <laughs> turned a new leaf. Are you? Uh, and that's and that's why when people say you don't know what heart is, I I always just look at them. And, Kind of give that little smirk. And, like I've been through some hard shit. No, no, I don't even say that. But you think it? No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, yeah, I kind of think it. But yeah, like, you're like, I know hard shit. But when they say you don't know what hard is, <clears throat> and I look at them, and I say, why would I want to know? Yeah. Why would I want to be like that? Hey, you're like, yeah. Like, you're I'm smart now. I'm I'm intelligent. I don't need to compensate for. Hey, smiles! Alright, so that's it for the uh, origin stories, our first episode. I have a couple people with me here. I've got uh, Fred from CIA, Fred and Jordan from CIA. And uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about the episode, some of the stuff that uh, maybe we want to point out or uh, thought, thought was interesting. Jordan, maybe you want to you want to kick us off and talk a little bit about it. Well, it was definitely an uh, interesting interview, uh, full of a lot of uh, ups and downs for him. I never really knew he went through as much as he did. I mean, it seemed like a lot of it he put on himself, in, <laughs> yeah. in some cases. We all do. Yeah, we all do. But uh, it was definitely an interesting story. I mean, uh, the the part where he peed on the hooker really got to me. <laughs> Yeah, he has these moments of tragedy early on when yeah. you hear about him, like, doing the junkie Thunderdome for, you know, as a teenager, and then, you know, where they're all fighting, or two <laughs> men enter, one man leave with crack, and his brother dying. But then yeah. you also, have the, like, just, 
he makes you feel really sad for him, but then he starts saying stuff towards the end where you, some of it you're just like, what? Like, you just kind of feel weird about, like, uh, where he talks about pissing on the hooker, I think is a good Yeah, example. and then he has that Rick James moment as well where he <laughs> says that I would never have sex with her. And then he's like, yes, I, I had sex with her. <laughs> later after she cleaned up. I came away from it really, I don't know. I, I think it's great that he... Still has a sense of humor about this stuff because regardless of anything that may have been embellished, he has had one crazy life that most of us can't imagine. I mean, you might think, oh, I had it so bad growing up (laughs) in my $100,000 house and having everything paid for and my parents loved me. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Whereas, you know, you don't think about, you know, I had a junky older brother and I mean... It doesn't matter if they were close or not. That's the kind of thing that affects you the rest of your life. And then again, yeah. being a preteen or a young teenager and being in this crazy fucked up world of drugs and violence. And he even says it at the one point where he's like, I just, you know, I joined the skinheads because they were around and I wanted somebody to hang out with me. And you know, he's <laughs> like, I was never into their thing, really. I just did it because I wanted to, to belong. be cool yeah. and fit in. It's, it's, yeah, I, I came away from it with a lot more respect for him as a person and... A lot less, you know, harsh judgments about things because, man, once you realize the stuff that this guy's been through, you know, and he's a good guy. He's a good guy. I mean, he saved uh, someone we've all had an acquaintance to meet from a drug overdose. Not because he had to. I mean, there are probably medical professionals that wouldn't have touched him because, God forbid, they get sued for malpractice. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but he, he knew how to do it and was willing to help someone. Yeah. Stepped in. You if know, any no of the stories did. he told were embellished or changed around at all, we all know that one's true. Any of <laughs> us telling our story, you don't even, and they, you know, you can look it up, but people remember things differently as time goes on. Mm-hmm. It's like the quote from Watchmen. Of course, they got to throw a comic book thing in there. It's like the quote from Watchmen where the original Silk Spectre says, you know, as you get older, the past gets brighter and brighter and the future just seems darker. What's darker? That's just me. And here it is. You take his life, and here I can't talk about a comic book without hearing off. You know, and he's buried. you 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 didn't know him when you guys started talking. You Like I said... Anything that he had changed to, to protect someone or, or not to bring things up and fine with me. I mean, I just, I don't know. Obviously, you're not a professional interviewer. You're just starting out this thing, oh. you know. And he is obviously not used to being interviewed. But yeah. <laughs> I came up, I just thought it was really interesting and I, I enjoyed it a lot. I mean, I thought there would be more, I guess, for one thing I expected, I did expect some humor. Because he says some outlandish things all the time. And he's funny. And, yes. and so I knew there was going to be some entertainment value there, but I didn't, I just had no idea how much uh, tragedy was there in it. Yeah, it is. It definitely puts I, everything into perspective about his behavior now. You know, and he's young. He went through all that shit. He's only like early 20s. I mean, he's... You don't know how old he is? I think he's 23, maybe? 22? Yeah, okay. So, I mean, he's real young and has gone through all this stuff, so... I think it's actually good for people that we know... To listen to it, only so then they have a better frame of mind of where he's coming from. Yeah, so better understanding of him and uh, gives you a lot of respect, a lot more respect for him as well. Just to know that he's been through all this and he's, you know, still a functioning member of society. You could say that. Well, it proves that you can't judge a person just by looking at him or talking to him once or twice. Because I think you know, like a lot of us, it doesn't take more than much of a cursory glance at me to tell I'm a geek. I'm always wearing silly. Well, not to me, but yeah. to most <laughs> general public comic book shirts, and I dress like I'm 14. I mean, and I know it. I don't care. But he, you know, I think most people look at him and they're like, he's kind of geeky, or, you know, whatever. But, man, I, you know. Yeah, no one knows. No one could have known, I guess, all that stuff. Yeah. There's no way to know until we talked to him. And it was, I was glad to hear it, and... uh I do kind of wish we talked a little bit more about some of the... He's really into all the geeky stuff. Like, he's uh, loving Game of Thrones right now. You just kind of... Oh, yeah, yeah, we are going to do a show on that one. And he's all about the Warhammer, 40K. That's for some of the super geeks I out there. I think they play D&D, too. I think and D&D, you know. yeah. So he's into all that stuff. So he was, you know, prime candidate to talk to about stuff. And we'll probably... We may have him come on in the future for something else, too. So You might have to do a part, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, and I can understand his, uh, you know, reticence maybe a little bit to do that or to have it put out there. And like I said, I mean, 
it's not like his name's advertiser, you know, unless he tells people, hey, this is me, and nobody's going to really, you know, some people obviously are going to know, but the people that do know him, I think are going to be really surprised and will come away from it with a definitely a different perspective. From yeah. Different perspective. <laughs> I did. And I mean, yeah. I already kind of liked him. He's an okay guy. I don't know. Well, we'll uh, if you guys have questions, anything like that, either send us a tweet, twitter.com slash Lucy Geekspeak, or I guess it's just hashtag Lucy Geekspeak, I guess is what all the hip kids say. Facebook slash Lucy Geekspeak, or you can even go on our blog or email us, LucyGeekspeak at Gmail. But get a hold of us if you guys have any questions or anything, and uh, if you're interested in seeing a part two, and uh, we can bring those questions to light. And also, you know, if there's enough feedback, maybe we can get another one. And he may be more up to doing it to see, to get positive feedback and stuff. So. Maybe an ongoing, really short 30 seconds by him every couple of weeks on different various subjects. <laughs> I mean, like well, little, you know. Anyway, that's it for uh, the first episode of Origins. And um, this show, not going to be updated real regularly. Uh, I don't mean to tell you what's what, but, but isn't your show called Origin Stories? Origin Stories. That's it for our first episode <laughs> of Origin Stories. And uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be back after some time. This one's going to be pretty sporadic, so I, I wouldn't expect an update for another month or so, but if we're looking to get a part two, we may get a part two up with uh, with Q before then, but we'll see. So uh, That's it, and uh, we'll see you on other shows. Have a good one.